Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. After you guys stuff your faces with barbecue and pies and whatever you want this weekend, next week we gotta get right back on track and Sunbasket is here to help you. They make things so simple. They will deliver healthy food direct to your door and they will give you so many options, people. Because if you get bored of the same food over and over again, you're gonna wanna cheat, but not with Sunbasket. They've got a paleo diet, a carb-conscious diet, a gluten-free diet, a Mediterranean diet, a vegan diet, and all of their recipes are so simple to prepare in as little as 15 minutes. And if you order now, we're going to give you $80 off. That's $20 off each week for the first four weeks. Just visit sunbasket.com slash Perez. That's sunbasket.com slash Perez for this great savings. Hey guys, welcome to the PHP. I'm Booker. He is Perez. How you doing? Ladies and gentlemen. Today is Chris Booker's <laughs> birthday. He is 53 years old. What a dick. Happy birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> well, how old are you really? I forget. <laughs> Let's go with 53. Why not? Who cares? <laughs> are you doing anything for your birthday? Uh, no, I did a whole weekend and I had a dinner last night. We were out at the beach and had some chicken parm and then watched Game of Thrones, going to have some sushi tonight, and the podcast with you today. That's pretty much it. You were at the beach or at a restaurant at the beach? No, my friend has a house in Manhattan Beach, so we were oh. there. And yeah, we made some dinner there. It was great. A little Sunday pasta night. It was good. Exactly what I wanted. Fun. What else did you do this weekend? I skipped Halsey on Friday, and she performed in a strip club, which I'm kicking myself over that. But like <laughs> you, I'd, I would just rather go to bed. You know you're getting old when you have a chance to see a pop star kind of pretend she's a stripper for a little while and you pass which i did i saw some photos it looked fun yeah it definitely looked fun i had a little bit of fomo that night watching it but i was content on my couch uh what i do saturday saturday i um oh i went to i did a q a my girlfriend's brother-in-law his movie finally came out a violent separation that's on itunes if you want to download that but i hosted a q a for them with the directors at the theater so i went and uh, did that that was fun and you know we had some dinner afterwards it was just a nice weekend i didn't really do a lot but i did a lot well i did a lot this weekend oh my gosh saturday i drove all the way to san pedro which every time i say that it annoys me because <laughs> you want to say pedro i know <laughs> i know but that's what the locals call it they call it mm -hmm. san pedro when it's really san pedro that's or, or san pedro if you want to get real latina right uh so i went all the way there it took us a while to get there but we went to see cirque de soleil's amaluna which i had not seen before and it was so beautiful and i took all three of my kids and miraculously <laughs> The younger two behaved pretty good for most of the entire show. Uh -huh. I thought it would be an intermissionless thing, but there was an intermission and everything. Of course, all of these things want you to have an intermission so they can make more money selling you stuff during intermission. Mm -hmm. uh, but they sat through it. Most of it. My son especially sat through the whole thing with me, uh, and uh, I sent the younger two out. Thankfully, I took some reinforcement with me, but loved it. <laughs> and then Sunday, I had a super fun day planned that did not go according to plan. Okay. I got invited to go to this museum. You know, one of those Instagram thirst trap museums. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all of these museum of this, museum of that, which aren't really museums. It's just a place to go take pictures. Right. But, you know, my kids love that because they're cool. They have all of these props and things. And we get to the place and they're like, oh, there was a production delay last week and we're not open yet. 
Ooh. I'm like, uh, you invited me. <laughs> I came all the way here and my cheap ass paid $20 for parking in Hollywood. Uh, uh, so I was pissed. And then I was like, well, what am I going to do? I'm not going to just go back home. That That's a waste of a day. And I don't mm-hmm. ever like feeling like I wasted a day. I mean, unless I already set out to waste a day because I need it, you know? Yeah. So then I spent 90 bucks, which isn't that much, but it's still a good amount of money it's more than going to the movie theaters and i bought this three for one pass we did which i'm like i'm really happy we did it because i've lived in los angeles for too long to even count and i'd (laughs) never been to these places we did ripley's believe it or not we did the guinness book of world records museum and the hollywood wax museum (laughs) which is not madame tussauds Right. And these wax figures were so bad, it was comical. You know what's funny for us? I drove by there on Friday on my way to work. I went to work that way down Highland. And I looked right over at all of those places. And I said to myself, who the hell still goes to these places? Me. The wax museum is the best because it was truly so bad that it was comical. You're doing such a good job with the kids, by the way. They're going to be such cultured kids. They see art all of the time and they do different things. Like oh. but When I was growing up, I didn't see anything. There was no art and culture in my life so i i commend you for taking your kids so many places because they're really going to be well-rounded kids because of it well this weekend nearly killed me i have to be (laughs) honest because normally the week kills me and i mean Uh i'm not i'm not exaggerating i last week so many days got just four hours of sleep just like Sunday night, last night, I'm going on four hours of sleep. And the weekends is usually my time to catch up on sleep. But in addition to taking my kid to that freaking far-ass San Pedro and then an <laughs> afternoon in Hollywood on Sunday, I was dealing with drama Geddon, all of this beauty vlogger drama, which let's just get right into the show. I don't care how you're going to try to spin it, because I know you, you're going to try to spin it. You're going to say, I did not shoot you down. You shot yourself down, but that's not what happened. <laughs> that Let is me... exactly what no, happened. No, 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 you no, asked no. me if I cared and anybody can, is more than welcome to go back and listen to the show. You'll ask me if I cared. I said, oh, thank God, because I don't care. Honestly, I thought you were done with it, and I doubled down on that, because I felt by you presenting it to me like, you don't care, and I really don't care about this person. No, 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 I didn't say that. And I've talked about it enough. I just kind of went along with you. I was like, eh, whatever, on the internet. But you're right. (laughs) Oh, oh, wait, what did you say? You're right. I think people really wanted to hear about this. I honestly didn't know what it was about, and I... To be completely honest with you, I still really don't know what it's about, except it has to do with something with makeup and two people. Wait, I don't think my headphone was working. What did you say uh, like 30 seconds ago? You're right. People wanted to oh, hear about it. Oh, there we go. There we go. Oh, there we go. Okay, just need to hear it again. <laughs> it's my birthday. I expect a pass today, okay? <laughs> uh, let me tell you, this story is still getting people talking. It's huge. It's the most calls we've ever uh, received yelling at me. <laughs> There's so many. And people, I got to tell you, they were so fucking mean. Oh, my God. You think I'm mean when I take calls? You should hear how, how some of these people, they're like, fuck you, you're old, and yelling at me. I'm like, wow. Oh, I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but okay. Well, I listen. I gotta find some of those. I gotta, I gotta go back to last week and go back to what I said because I remember everything I said, and I think what I said was so true. I said that while maybe a lot of our listeners may not have known these people and didn't care about them before, they care about the drama and they care about a juicy story. Okay, but you're the content director on this show. I've never told Perez what not to talk about and I honestly felt that you felt that you'd covered it on other platforms and I just went along with it. I don't ever tell Perez what to say and I really honestly thought I was getting you out of doing it again. That's how I read it. Well, I was happy to do it, you know. Okay. Can you give me just a the Reader's Digest? Like, what well, is it? A week and a half later, and I was at the gym this morning, and on Good Morning America, mm-hmm. on Monday of this week, they were still talking about it. Well, you should have trust your instincts and told me, because I didn't know the story. And I, look, I don't care about every story that comes down the pike here. If it was full of drama, you should have told me. Well, let me explain it to you in ways that you can understand, which is TV terms, okay? Okay. It's like a real-life Game of Thrones. (laughs) And also, reality TV is so scripted and fake, 
in many ways, YouTube is like real reality TV for a young and not even that young audience. You know, people yeah. that are sucked into that kind of drama are loving YouTube drama. And oh my God, thank you to all of my new YouTube subscribers. <laughs> wow, cool. Over the weekend, I gained six thousand subscribers on youtube and on average hmm. in one month i gained maybe one to two thousand on an entire month i gained six thousand over the weekend because i kept killing myself and pumping out videos over the weekend <laughs> because these idiots were making videos and creating drama over the weekend where people should be relaxing <laughs> and instead of relaxing they were making my life hell but i'm not complaining you're in a young man's game <laughs> i know i don't know no, i'm not complaining i'm thankful for all the drama and i'm really sad that it seems all of the drama has died down i'll give you the cliff notes version so please bear with me for those of you that are more informed, okay? There is this old-ass woman who should have known better, but lied about her true intentions in exposing this 19-year-old kid. Right there, it tells you everything. So this woman felt hurt and betrayed by this kid. She was a mentor, a mother figure to him. She was his mentor. And she tried and did have conversations with him privately. He betrayed her. So she felt the need to make a video and call him a sexual predator, amongst other things. Then that kicked everything off, and other people started chiming in, including Jeffree Star, whom I don't need to say what I think about him, because everybody already knows what I think about him. And he exposed himself this weekend, confessing, admitting, which did surprise me that he sent the most awful, vicious text messages to this 19-year-old kid. Jeffree Star also is a grown-ass old man in his 30s, and mm -hmm. he sent this kid who's 19 text messages saying he was going to ruin him, that he was going to make multiple videos with multiple people trying to destroy him. And even if he wasn't going to do that, the fact that he did that is so awful. And he also said the most hurtful and awful things publicly as well. Okay, so let Twitter. me back you up for one second. So why, what was the impetus of that? Like, why did he want to ruin this person? What did this person supposedly do? The impetus was, and Jeffree Star explained this in the video he uploaded this weekend, which I don't believe. The, okay. He said that people had been getting in his ears and he shouldn't have been listening to what people were saying to him about this 19-year-old kid, James Charles. What the expert, the OG, let me tell you, if you're going to watch any single video, there's one that I posted Sunday morning. The title of the video was Apologizing to James Charles, Jeffree Star Losing the Dolan Twins Doing My Makeup. That was the title. Sunday morning, I am so good at what I do, and I personally know this other guy, Jeffree Star. I straight up said what Jeffree Star was going to do, and nobody believed me. And boom, Sunday night, 12 hours after I posted my video, he did exactly what I said he was going to do, which was apologize, lie, and be fake as fuck. <laughs> because, you know, on Saturday, he was threatening all of these receipts after James Charles, the 19-year-old, posted a very lengthy 41-minute video defending himself with receipts, with screen grabs of DMs, with uh, screen grabs of text messages. And I said that Jeffree Star, because he, it's wild, this guy makes millions of dollars a year, not just because of YouTube, but also selling makeup and all these beauty products. I said, he's got too much to lose. He will not respond with receipts. And also because he doesn't have the receipts and he'll be exposed. And lo and behold, he did that. The real impetus, the real, real, the true tea with both him and this woman who's almost 40, Tati Westbrook, mm -hmm. they're both jealous. They were both jealous of this kid 
whom they both mentored or helped along the way, and the kid surpassed them. The mm-hmm. kid got way more subscribers and followers than both of them. The kid was also selling product. The kid, even despite all of this now, is going on a tour of the United States, like I mentioned last week, and he said that it's almost entirely sold out. So I really think the real motivation for all of these people is A, jealousy, and B, B, clout and getting views and helping themselves make more money and just vindictiveness and and pettiness and wanting to ruin this kid. So ultimately, does this help all of them? Are there people that are completely out of the mix now that have been, quote, canceled by the Internet, if you will? It helps all of them. And Jeffrey Star. That's what I figured. Yeah. Jeffrey Star is like a cockroach. This guy is racist. (laughs) I mean it. He's racist. He or he claims he's not anymore, but he. There is a. There's These are so, makeup people, right? Well, Jeffrey Star used to be just a MySpace celeb before he even oh. got before he even got into the world of being a, a makeup vlogger. He was a MySpace celeb, then he became a musician. He was trying to do music, and most of his fans are really young. A same with all of them, and B most of his fans have, are new, which is really lucky. And honestly, I am inspired by that. It's inspiring to see that you can be around a long time and then start doing something new or different and gain a whole new audience. So all of these young Jeffree Star fans or new Jeffree Star fans who are old don't know his consistent behavior of racism, misogyny, extremely threatening, violent language towards women, threatening and ruining other people like Kat Von D or Kelly Osborne and this or that or the other. It's all a mess, but he's he's like Teflon. Just he could continue to be racist and this and that and the other. And I saw somebody leave a comment saying, you know what, it's it's like he makes great makeup. I don't care how awful he is. It's like the whole Chris Brown argument. Chris mm-hmm. Brown can be the worst human being on this planet, and there are still those that are going to be down with Chris Brown and support him and his music. Sure. And that's it in a nutshell. Hmm. Okay. I'm not sure I care, but thank you for filling me in. I feel informed at least. I care just because I love the drama. You love the followers. Who are you fooling? Hello. When I make my videos, I say I'm doing it for the views, but I also love the drama. I care now. Did I care about these people beforehand? No, but I care now. I even made a video on Monday on YouTube about that Jake Paul kid. So if any of you care about Jake Paul, watch my YouTube video about him, youtube.com slash Perez Hilton. All right. Okay. I, I made a mistake earlier on. I was going to do this joke, which is not funny now because I forgot to say it. <laughs> um, I have a surprise for you. Okay. Our entire podcast today is going to be just about influencers. <laughs> <laughs> Damn Happy it! Birthday to me. Damn it! I should have I should have said that, but I forgot. Oh well. It's still funny. You don't have a credit card because it's hard to get one without a credit history, or you don't want to pay high fees, or you don't want to pay a high interest rate. Well, times have changed. Have you heard of a credit card company that doesn't require a credit history that actually helps you avoid paying fees and unexpected interest charges and gives you cash? back for good credit behavior? Well, I just did, and it completely changed the way I think about credit cards. This new company is called Pedal. Pedal uses advanced technology and partners with WebBank member FDIC to provide access to a Visa credit card along with a simple modern mobile app. Pedal's cashback grows with you. Earn 1% cashback right away and up to 1.5% cashback when you make 12 on-time payments. You can qualify even if you've never had credit in the past, but make no mistake, Pedal may be a great option for anybody looking for more from their credit card company. When Pedal says no fees, they mean it. No annual fees, late payment fees, foreign transaction fees, or any other kind of fees. Pedal suggests you pay in full each month so you avoid interest charges entirely. You can also set up auto pay so you never forget to make a payment. As of today, their variable APRs range from 15.24 to 26.24%. 
Credit limits range from $500 to $10,000, which can be a lot higher than other credit cards if you're just starting to build credit. It only takes five minutes to apply and you can see if you're pre-approved without impacting your credit score. It's about time a credit card company helped you succeed financially. Check out the Pedal Credit Card. It's a smarter credit card for the modern world. Go to pedalcard.com slash Perez today to find out more. That's pedal with a T. Pedal, P-E-T-A-L, card.com slash Perez. On to some big celebs now. Not mm-hmm. that those are not real celebs. They are real celebs, especially to young audiences, mm-hmm. which we need to get, yo. We need to, we need to get those teenagers hooked onto us because we're good. One of the things <laughs> that became so apparent to me is that teenagers love to watch so much crap. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to waste some minutes and kill some brain cells, watch this dumbass Jake Paul video that he posted over the weekend confronting his bully and most of it is just him talking to camera and to say that he lacks all eloquence is putting it very politely and if somebody like that has nearly 20 million subscribers on YouTube that just tells me that young people this day have a very low barometer of quality <laughs> and will watch just about anything or listen to just about anything. But we got to get those 12-year-olds to 17-year-olds. But I don't know how yet. We're going to we're going to mm. work on that. All right. Britney Spears, whom 13, 14, 15-year-olds probably don't give a fuck about <laughs> or even know who she is, baby. I know. A couple of updates. First, Kevin Federline will not or is not allowing Brittany to spend more time with her kids. Okay. And she's not happy about that. She wants more time with the kids and he's really limiting and controlling access, which apparently I guess he's able to do. I didn't know that. And he just doesn't think she's well enough right now. Do you think that's a good move? Yeah. I agree. I think so, too. If she's very unstable, if she's not well, then she should focus on herself and get well. Make sure you're in the right space mentally and and with the right combination of medicine that you need to be taking. And according to multiple reports, even though we saw her out and about a few times last week, everybody from people to other outlets were reporting that she's extremely unwell, which is sad. Hmm. Well, she posted a video of herself dancing, and am I reading too much into this? The song that she was dancing to was Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson's Scream. Uh-huh. I feel you there. I think there are some messages that she was trying to send out there. I, I do. I kind of buy into that a little bit, and it's showing me how her mind's working right now. I don't know if that's the healthiest message to put out there, and... Maybe that's saying she's got it together and she knows what she's doing. I'm not sure what it says, but I do believe there's some sort of weird message there. I don't think that by chance it was just that song. Maybe it was. Maybe she's just a big fan of dancing to that one, you know? Well, it should also be noted that it was an old video that either they had never posted before or they they posted again. It was a video from 2008. So it was... It was definitely calculated. I didn't know that. Now, to me, and maybe I'm reading into it, it seemed a little messy. Yeah. It seemed like she was off her meds to me. (laughs) I don't want to read too much into it, but... Yeah, I don't know what that looks like, but I'll just say that for a Britney performance, which I've seen, that seemed a little... It was a little stumbled, especially for something that she would post. Like, why would you post that? She's wanting to send a message. Hmm. Also... Britney's manager spoke on the record to the media saying that she may never perform again. And then in one of her many calculated outings, actually most of her outings, and I think while on the surface this might seem like a positive, you guys, I am an expert. I am so good because I help you see things clearly or see things you may not have seen before. And I poke holes in those theories. That's what I do. But go ahead. But you're wrong most of the time. I don't think most of the audience would agree with you on that one, but okay. On the surface, your average person may say, oh, wow, look at Brittany. She's out and about with her boyfriend. I actually think her being out and about with her boyfriend so much is a bad thing. I'm starting to think there may be a power struggle 
between, and I don't think I'm making this up. I, I really believe this. A power struggle between the boyfriend and the dad and the conservatorship. And mm. it's really going down behind the scenes now. If you're with someone and you're intimately involved with them, of course you're going to be on their side for things like this. And you're going to have your point of view that's the closest to Britney's. When you're intimately involved, you're sleeping with someone every day and night and that's your partner you're going to be a little close to it. He may be a little too close to it is what I would say, because there is, there's serious mental health implications with her and he may be wrong. I I don't know, but I I, I buy what you're saying, I guess. I I think so. And there is a positive update. Objectively, I think we will hopefully get some kind of answers or resolutions because the judge that oversees her conservatorship has ordered like an audit, an investigation to Mm -hmm. determine if they are abusing their powers, if, if she's being truly cared for and looked after, which I don't know. I think she is. I don't know. I just find it really hard to believe her dad would really have shady motives. I do too. What would they be? They've got more money than God. I don't see it. I can see there being a struggle between the triangle of parents and the boyfriend and all of them trying to agree. I bet it's a pain in the ass to wake up every morning and take medication and maybe doing it multiple times a day. And I bet it's really exhausting. What's also exhausting is the reports about Hayden Panettiere. Mm. She, like Brittany, is a former child star. And I want to tread carefully here because... While I have my own opinions of what's going on, it may not be the case. And it may actually be a few things. It may be something as simple as it's hard for actresses, a lot of them, after they turn a certain age. Not that she's even old, but she's not an ingenue anymore. Maybe she's having a hard time getting another job after Nashville got canceled. Or maybe she's suffering from mental health issues Or maybe she's doing drugs or alcohol or all of the above. What is apparent based on multiple reports is that Hayden Panettiere has a boyfriend that many of those close to her think is not a good influence. And also what is apparent is that as a mother, it must be very hard to have your child living in the Ukraine when Mm -hmm. you live in America. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine that. Like, I would move my butt to the Ukraine. I, I don't know why or how the guy, her ex, Vladimir Klitschko, has the daughter there. But I'm assuming, you know, it was legal and a, a judge signed off on that. But yeah, that's where he's from. He's yeah. a parent. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure with everything going on with her, it's not exactly. That, it's exactly. not a terrible idea for. And I don't know his his state of mind, but I haven't heard anything negative. I'll just start with that. Yeah, it's sad, and my brain just goes back to James Charles and all of these influencers, so many of whom are young. I am so thankful in many ways that I did not achieve success until my mid to late twenties. Because if I was 16, 17, 18, 19, like a lot of these influencers, mm-hmm. I could have been a hot mess. And not not even that, it would really suck to peak so young. Yeah. Because <laughs> I started to gain success at 26 and it was a nice, really long streak of intense heat and, and success. I think we both have that in common. When we look at our careers, I'm the same way. I didn't get any sort of notoriety till... I was almost 30. I mean, maybe 27, 28. And if, if that would have happened to me when I was 18, I, I, I don't know what would have happened. I don't know. I, I could barely handle the, the small amount of power or what I thought that I had in my own mind at the age I was then. I mean, I look back at that time and I'm a little embarrassed at myself, but I, I feel badly and I see where you're going. I feel badly for these young people that achieve this kind of success so young and when they're not as successful right well and you could take it back to chris brown too and take it back to rihanna i mean a lot of people forget those two were just kids when their incident happened it's what you do after it is kind of where my mind always takes me and once you're so rich and so famous at such a young age you really feel that you're bulletproof and you really feel like your shit doesn't stink it's tough because eventually what goes up comes down except for my age 
you know? <laughs> Absolutely. That's the thing. You know, all of these influencers, they're going to have their season, their mm-hmm. moment. Right. And if you're 19 and that's when you peaked, and then if you're 30 and you're not hot anymore or you can barely get anybody to talk about you – you know, that's when people turn to drugs or alcohol or mental health issues. It's very depressing and it's very hard to deal with. And we have to be sensitive to that as people. And nobody is sensitive online. And, yeah. you know, on their way down, when they're starting to not be as popular, nobody's going to be nice to you. They're just going to be bigger dicks. I don't know what it looks like for this Gen Z. I kind of feel like they've had it their whole life so that maybe they have a little bit of a healthier perspective on it because they they've seen it all the way through where the millennials were kind of like the test tube for all of this. This generation's kind of screwed up because of what social media has done to them. I just think it's really bad for this generation to have grown up with the expectations of likes and uh, followers and yeah. things of that caliber. I, I, I don't think it's, it was, it's going to be good for the millennials as they get older. I think there's going to be a lot of depression. I think we're going to see a lot of suicide. It scares uh, me. Uh, I think it's going to happen. Say that. Uh. I think it's reality. I'm not, God, please. Uh. I'm, I'm hoping all those people realize what they went through and they can say, yeah, that's why I feel this way and identify it and then go and try and fix it. But I, I don't know if a lot of them are going to be able to do it. It scares me. The millennials scare me they've they've got it a little tougher and then they've been coddled as kids they got the, the all the parenting now is you're the best you're the greatest there's no telling kids no anymore and i'm not talking about you you're really good at it but there's a lot of you know you're number one and you can achieve everything and how about this maybe you can't sometimes maybe you fall down this generation's not prepared to fall down they're really not they've been coddled to death And there's so many studies at universities and, you know, when they leave the nest for the first time and these girls and mostly girls, but they have it tougher because of social media, they break down because they've never been told that they're not the greatest and they, they run into any sort of life that comes at you that we know and they just melt down mommy 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 and they go running back to the nest. It's scary. It's very, very scary. But I think that kids. 13 to 19 are the smartest humans to have ever existed. I really think that these 13 to 19 year olds are going to cure everything. I wish I was 13 to 19 right now because <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to get more teenage listeners. <laughs> Such an asshole. <laughs> All right. Let's Don't move follow on. Perez, youngins. <laughs> He's shallow. Honestly. 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 There are things everyone can do to help protect their sexual health. Talk to a healthcare provider and find out about all your HIV prevention options. Because honestly, our health is worth protecting. Find out more at gethonestabouthiv.com. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Last week, things got heated when we talked about Constance Wu from Fresh off the boat. Heated. That was the best segment I think you've ever done. Ah. I, I was listening back to that and just laughing because that was vintage Perez. It wasn't mean Perez. It was just vintage. You just were on point and you called it like you saw it. It had a lot of edge to it. Well, I mean, I'm not saying it was bad, but I wouldn't say it's one of my best. I think oh, I no, did. it was good. You well, have to go back and listen to that rant because you started from a cool place and it just escalated as you went. <laughs> you were pissed. It was great. I think a lot of people like that rant. I oh, love that. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. The damage, I think, may be permanent. Actually, one of the things I did last week, which... Maybe we could even do that occasionally on here. Um, I made a YouTube video explaining how everybody could fix their career, how Constance Wu could fix her career, how James Charles could fix her career. Why are you trying to save Constance Wu's career? Like, who gives a shit? Let her, let her go down how it's going to go down. I mean, I don't understand why you're all of a sudden needing to give her advice on oh, crisis control. Like, who it's cares? Fun. It's a fun, it's, it's a fun. fun game for me. You need better hobbies. That, it made me happy. I like that, that, that fun <laughs> game for me. Rose McGowan came out in defense of Constance Wu saying she literally said, 
said that every season that charmed her hit show from the early 2000s was renewed, she would cry. Okay. Well, say that after the fact. Say it 10 years later. It's forgivable 10 years later. You hear actors all of the time talking about movies that they've made way after the fact that they're kind of embarrassed of. That's okay. In the midst of it, while you're doing it, while you're on the up, bad move. That's the end of it for me. It's just a bad move. And if she doesn't get that, then she deserves what she gets. And I think it's going to be a space all by herself because I don't think that people are going to hire her after what she said. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. Although I do think I don't, I'm not a fan of these slave like contracts. Like I think if an actor wants to get out of their job, they should be able to quit. Mm, I don't. You no? make a commitment when you get on one of these shows and But a normal person in a normal job, if they're unhappy, they can quit. Okay, well this isn't a normal job. This is Hollywood and this is a lot of people and their lives are staked around you and that show. And, you know, when you sign up for a show and it becomes a hit, you've made a commitment to it. And you're letting a lot of people down on top of letting the fans down. It's just not fair. And it's it, if you don't get that going in, then you shouldn't get into the profession or you shouldn't chase television shows. Yeah. But also on the flip side, I don't think she was ever in a successful TV show before or even... I, and as a regular on a TV show that was not a success either, maybe she didn't know what it would be like. Maybe she not didn't an really excuse. know what she was signing up come on, for. Come on. She's an actor. You know what you're signing up for. You I know. I know. I was just playing like if she was, advocate. If she's a kid, okay, I'll let it slide if the girl's 15 years old and she's acting like an ingrate. I'll let it slide, but she's not. She's a grown-ass woman. That's it. Well, in other news, TV-related, there's... I don't know, I wouldn't call it a bombshell, but there's been a big development in the whole college cheating scandal. Okay. And Felicity Huffman, while pleading guilty, she's owned up to her big mistake. And in court, to help explain her actions, she said that her daughter had or has a learning disability, and that's why she did what she did. Does that change the way you think about her behavior in any way? Uh, yes and no. She knows better, but on the other side of the coin, I still don't know if she really believed she was doing anything illegal. I think she is white privileged times 10. She's an actress. She's famous. She has money. And I think that's just how the world works. If you have money, you give it to people and they get you what you want. So I don't know if that helps the situation she should say you know what i screwed up i screwed up i screwed up my kid's life i'm sorry i didn't think that i did but in retrospect i understand and move on i i don't think making excuses at this point is the best move she she did she pled guilty you know i think she just said what she said hopefully trying to get a lighter sentence which i i don't i don't blame her for that it could be true <sighs> in other tv related news Kelly Ripa called The Bachelorette and The Bachelor <laughs> creepy, amongst other things. She went on a whole rant against your favorite TV show. She said, quote, I can't stand the idea of 25 exceptional women fighting over one ordinary fella, in my opinion. You know how I feel, ladies. We are too special to be arguing over a guy. Uh, All of you women watch that gross, gross show. Mm -hmm. It's creepy. And you watch it and love it. I watch it and love it. And I know that they're all willing participants and they all sign up for it and they're all thirsty and they're all on Instagram. And come on, Kelly. I mean, I, I love Kelly. I do. I, I, lo I love her. I know her a little bit as a person. I know her husband. I, I don't get her rap. It's on ABC, that's her network. I would be kind of protective of the show. If she wants to turn her nose up, cool. But she did it with such venom. Well, I wouldn't say she did it with venom. I don't know. Go back and watch that again. She looked really angry. Seacrest was sitting there like, I don't know what to say here. He just keeps his mouth shut because he knows who pays his checks. God forbid he get involved in any controversy or have an opinion on anything. But, <laughs> you know, look, she gave an opinion on her show and she should be able to. Now, as a viewer, if I was watching that, I would think, wow, you're a little bit out of touch because 
people love the show. I don't love it. The numbers say that people love it. It does extremely well, especially for broadcast television. So I, I get it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. But I, to me, it just felt like there was a lot of venom put into that. I loved it. I echo everything. Actually, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I wouldn't call it a gross show. I think for me, like as I've said before, it's just so fake. That's my real thing. I That's why I can't get down with it. Hey, you know what? And if you said that, not one person would be mad or upset. They would say, okay, that's a fair opinion. But she just kind of dove into it with such hatred. And she, oh, it just, it was very dark to me. That's how I perceived it. I don't agree with your assessment of it okay. either. I don't think she was trying to ruin the show or trying to get it canceled or anything like that. No, I don't think that either. I just thought that to have such passion and venom towards a dumb TV show that we all know what it is 150 seasons later. It's you know, it's something that people like. Who cares what other people enjoy is my point. If she doesn't enjoy it. She, she said she didn't enjoy it, but I just felt that there was a lot of venom there. That's all. All right. Well, in more TV related news, did you watch the, you did, you watched the Game of Thrones finale? Well, of course. My whole night was uh, focused around that last night. I'm assuming everybody's watched it by now. So what are your thoughts? Boy, the internet seemed to hate it. And is that your assessment? Would you agree or disagree with that? Honestly, I have no idea. A, because I don't really talk about it that much. And B, mm-hmm. I've been immersed in beauty drama. <laughs> I gotcha. Um, I felt that a lot of people didn't like it. And I was, look, I talked about it last week. I really thought that the last season was poorly written or they tried to close too many storylines too quickly. But with the final episode, I have to say, I think I liked it a lot. I think they did a good job. I think they made some interesting choices that they hadn't made the whole season long. I thought the writing was pretty good. So all in all, I liked it. I know I liked it because I'm sad today because I'm sad to know that, wow, after a decade, that show is over. A little piece of uh, television history is now gone. I think a lot of people will forget about the last season and as a whole, they'll look back at it fondly and say, wow, what a great time in television it was because overall it really was. But I enjoyed the ending. I liked it. They made Bran the king. I thought that was kind of cool. I like Tyrion's arc in the whole portrayal of him and how he ends up still being the king's hand when he doesn't want to be the king's hand. It was great. Wait, is Tyrion Peter Dinklage? Peter Dinklage is Tyrion, yes. He's the king's hand? What does that mean? He's like the assistant. He guides the king. Well, I was hoping he would be king, even though I don't watch the damn show. (laughs) I think they did a good job. I really do. So I I don't necessarily agree with the internet. People saying it kind of sucks and they're mad who the king is. I think they did a nice job. So overall, I'm happy because I'm sad. Did anybody die in the finale? Well, the Khaleesi. Who's the Khaleesi? That's Daenerys Targaryen. That's uh, Danny. The Oh, uh, is that Amelia Clark? Yes. Oh, she died. Is she evil? She turned into the Mad Queen. She Ooh. she had such a cool line at the end where she wanted to break the wheel, meaning break the cycle of how things had happened. And she felt that she had to do that. Almost to me as a viewer, I was thinking she's basically telling John, John has to kill her because she's lost it. And he did. He knifed her. And for a second, you didn't know who was knifed. You didn't know if the Khaleesi was knifing Jon Snow, whom she loved, or if Jon Snow had to kill her, his aunt. I think aunt. Wait, aunt and lover? As soon as he found out, he couldn't get it up after that point. He's like, hey, man, I can't be boning my aunt. This is weird. Uh, uh, but, but Khaleesi had no problem with that because the Targaryens, that's just standard practice right, for right. them. We got to keep it moving. I don't really want to get too much into <laughs> Look, it. Trust me, the Game of Thrones people are like, yeah, yeah, he's right, he's right. <laughs> but it was fun. I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. All right. Well, more TV-related news. A couple of updates on that whole teen mom drama. Okay. Listeners... Let me know if my assessment is accurate. So what happened is over the last week, all of the children that were living in the house with Janelle Evans, who got fired from Teen Mom, and her husband, David Eason, had been removed by Child Protective Services and they're with other family members. Okay. Doesn't that mean that the woman chose her husband over her kids? Like, if she would have told Child Protective Services, okay, he's not going to be here anymore, they probably would have left the kids there, right? I think it's situation by situation, and I think somebody comes in and makes those decisions. I don't think that they have necessarily a say in that, I think is how that works. I don't know. I think if she were to say, he and I are going to temper, are going to separate, 
and he's not going to live here anymore, then they wouldn't have taken her kids away. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe they need to decide what the best situation is and they need to take a time out. I think it could be just as easy as that. Someone came in and said, look, this is an unhealthy situation on both fronts. So let's uh, pull this kid away from this situation. Let's let this simmer down and let's see how the chips fall after that. I think it's as simple as that. Well, what they are doing is they are fighting this and they just showed up in court and this tells you everything you need to know about this dude. I care more about the beauty drama than this stupid drama. A lot of my listeners, our listeners, my readers, my viewers care about sure. this damn teen mom show for some reason. Yeah, no, it's I also it. it's been on the air for a long time too, just like the Real Housewives. This is like the Real Housewives of MTV. Yeah, it is. They showed up in court and this dude took a gun with him in the car and left the gun on the dashboard of the car. I mean, he, I think he's legally allowed to carry a gun, I, I would right. imagine. Yeah. But even still, that choice, it's just so dumb. It doesn't look good. Is that mean to say? I don't care if it's mean. It's dumb. Let me tell everybody about True Car. Using True Car helps people buy new and used cars. Now, everybody knows that, but now using True Car can also help you sell or trade in your car. No longer do you have to get into the selling process unsure or unaware of what to expect. Before ever arriving at a dealership, you can go online, enter a few details, and see how your car's value goes up or down in real time. From there, you'll get an offer. Offer from a local dealer, and once you arrive, the dealer will confirm your car's condition with you. Side by side, once you're done, you can cash out or trade in. It's that simple. It's convenient. They're transparent. It's accurate. It's speedy. You're in control. True Car, a better way to sell or trade. Oh, my God. Okay. On to some lighter news. On the film front, it has been reported by Variety that Robert Pattinson... Though not a done deal, it's basically a done deal. He is going to be the next Batman. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you hear news like that, you instantly have an opinion. So Mm -hmm. I instantly had an opinion before I checked social media's temperature to see what their response was. And Mm -hmm. I think you're going to guess. You you guess. Oh, they hated it, I'm sure. They hate everything. Social media was not happy with this casting choice, but my initial one was excitement. I was like, I think that's a really great choice. I think he's going to do a great job. I think he'll be an awesome Batman. I think a lot of older people kind of go, well, you know, it's never going to be better than Michael Keaton or George Clooney or, or, uh, nobody, nobody's saying it's going to be better. It's not, it's not going to be better than, <laughs> than right. George Clooney. Okay. Or Ben Affleck even come on. I think it's a good casting because of his age. I think if you grew up in twilight time and you're that age, 25 now when you were 15 watching twilight and all those movies, it makes sense for you because that's the act you're growing growing up with. And I just think older people want to go, oh, that sucks. It's like, hey, older person, you had your time with your Batman, which was Christian Bale for me. I love Christian Bale. Pipe down. Let somebody else do it and don't worry so much. But that's not how the internet works. The internet is for opinions and people could hate it and this and that. To me, Bale's the best Batman, but I'm old. I actually think, I think my favorite, this may shock you, my favorite Batman isn't even one that you mentioned. My favorite Batman was Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer, yeah. I like Val Kilmer Batman. I didn't I didn't hate Val Kilmer Batman. I love Val Kilmer. I mean, way better than George Clooney. <laughs> way better than Ben Affleck. <sighs> um on to some music news. There has been intense speculation that Drake pulled a Cardi B. Apparently, he got plastic surgery and got his abs done. <laughs> Did you see that one photo that I did? I was off? trying to zoom in on the post that you did. And I don't know. The guy's been ripped forever. I don't uh, know why he would have surgery. I totally see it now. I totally see it. I think he's done the work. I don't think he had the work. Well, it looks like it to me. <laughs> in other music news, we mentioned Halsey briefly. I interviewed her, by the way. I talked to her uh, on Thursday. We had a nice sit down. That's on my station's website if you want to watch that at ampradio.com. 
but uh, I, I love her. She's really coming along as a grown up, and yeah. I'm really enjoying, you know, getting to know her. I've interviewed her three, four different times now, and she's really just got it together now. I'm really, uh, I'm excited for her. She's, uh, she's really coming to her own, and she's got a good head on her shoulders now, and she's lost a lot of that angst when she was a kid, and. I like her. I just like her a lot, and I, I wish her the best. She's a good kid. Well, her song, if you haven't heard it, it's called Nightmare, and mm-hmm. I love it. I thought you were going to dislike it. I really Why? do. It's more rock. I, I see you as so, more of a pop guy. I love rock. Joan Jett is one of my favorite artists of all time. I just like how different she is all of the time that people try to back her into her box and she's like, no, I'll do K-pop or no, I'll do uh, rock or I'll do pop or I'll be with G-Eazy and be hip-hop. She's just a little bit of everything and I, I respect that kind of career. I love her so much. That's one of the reasons why it all comes back to me. To her, I wish I liked the new Taylor Swift song as much as I liked the Halsey song. Yeah, it's a bummer. I Boy, I'm hoping for a good song. If I was her, I would run away from me as fast as I could and get something out, else oh, out there that's oh, good. Oh, she, she's doubling down. It's weird, isn't it? She's using all her muscle to make it a hit, and which I respect that. I mean, she's really powerful and performing at the radio summer uh, concerts. She's doing more TV performances all over the world. She's made it a hit. She's had such better songs, and I guarantee you there's better on this album. Let's just get to it. Let's just step away from this song. I would love that. I would love that. All right. Well, speaking of Taylor Swift, her longtime nemesis, Kim Kardashian, shared a video on her social media of her daughter, North, dancing to Old Town Road and (laughs) allegedly choreographed and directed the video. Hmm. Part of me thinks it was a calculated move to fuck with Taylor Swift. (laughs) Who gave you that idea? No one. My brain. No, I did. Remember I texted you. Oh, you did? I did. Remember I texted you and you said, oh my God, I didn't think of that. I said, yeah, interesting timing that Kim Kardashian drops a video for the nemesis of hers when she's trying to go number one and she gets us uh, a video out there giving the song even more plays <laughs> that was my theory mm, well i like your theory i had not thought of that before <laughs> i was taking ownership of your thoughts speaking of kim and kanye we have found out the name of their new baby boy psalm psalm west mm. okay Good on them. Also, uh, Kim's longtime friend, Paris Hilton, was in the headlines for talking smack about Lindsay Lohan. These two are old. They got old, but this feud apparently doesn't get old. Mm-hmm. She, in a new interview called Lindsay Lame and Embarrassing. Awesome. All right, let's uh, wrap things up. Going to send positive vibes to Heather Locklear. Sadly, according to reports, she is in rehab yet again. Hmm. Ah, This woman is a broken record. There's just... I always believe there is light at the end of the tunnel if you choose to see it. Yeah. She's, She's not there yet. Let's end things on a light, light note. Okay. I had no clue. Well, A, I'm not British, and B, I guess I'm just not of a certain age to have known. Did you know... That Prince Harry from the UK, his real name isn't Harry? No. I had no idea. I thought Harry was his name. Only last week, when the birth certificate for his son was released, did I find out his real name. It's actually Prince Henry. But Harry is a nickname, and instead of being called Henry, they call him Harry. Huh. You learn something new every day. 13 to 9-year-olds, our podcast is educational. (laughs) (laughs) Call us. Call us and let us know what you want us to talk about or or ask us. Listen, next week, I only want to take calls from 13 to (laughs) 19-year-olds, okay? (laughs) If you're 13 to 19, call it. Ask whatever you want. Say whatever you want to say. I'm going to guarantee no calls will happen next well, week. Well, let's see, okay? <laughs> After next week. We'll have no 13 to 19-year-old calls. <laughs> if you're 13 to 19, it's because someone's mom has held them captive in their car and made them listen to us. I think well, that's good. what it is. But I'll take it. I'm with take you. I'll it, take yeah. it. And, and <laughs> say, say your age when you call and, and um, you know, 
we want to hear from you. But l- other people have called in this week. Let's take some calls. No, oh, let the beating begin. Hi, Booker. Hi, Perez. This is Amy from Los Angeles, California. And I was just calling to talk about the James Charles situation. And Booker, while I love you just as much as I love Perez, I am on his side Ooh. about this. I think that regardless... This one's not even that good. Let's try to find one with venom. Let's try to find people <laughs> that just wanted to kill me. Hey, guys. This is Michelle. I'm calling from New York City. Mm. And I made it a point to call because all week long, I waited for Perez to spill the tea on James Charles. <laughs> you know, Perez, how we do the bonchinche. And it was a flat line. You guys didn't even talk about it. I mean, Perez wanted to talk about it, but just Chris just... Step back a little bit when it comes to spilling the tea because we want to hear it. Anyway, love you both. Bye. <laughs> oh, I love her. She was sweet. Hi, guys. My name is Nada. I'm calling from upstate New York. No. I love you both. And usually I agree with Booker. However, in regards to the James Charles story, I could not wait for the podcast to come out this week after all the drama over the weekend between James Charles and Tati and the whole drama surrounding it. Now, I'm almost 39 years old, so I consider myself old. Um, So I'm not (laughs) one of the listeners that have no idea who James Charles is. Maybe because he is from my area in upstate New York, but, I mean, this is definitely news. Well, I will say it. I was wrong. I didn't think this many people would care. But as I did say, I did believe that you did not want to tell the story. And if anybody would like to go back and listen, go ahead. Because he presented it as if you were not going to tell it. If I didn't want to talk about it, I wouldn't have spent actually so many minutes telling you why I thought people cared. Then why didn't you just talk about it? I wouldn't have told you not to. This wasn't like politics Well, you literally said our listeners would not care. So why was I going to... I was dumb. Doubling down on your what I thought was well, you your were wrong to do the story. I was wrong. I read you wrong. You were wrong. You should have bulldozed over me and just told the goddamn story. Perez is oh, for sure. the record. <laughs> Listen, at the end of the day, you know what I love about this more than anything, anything ever. What I love about it is that so many people called in from so many different places, so many different corners of the planet with such passion about something and such passion about our show. And ultimately, I checked my ego and said, you know what? You're wrong. It's fine. But I I had a warmth in my heart that so many people, (laughs) except for the assholes, the ones ones that call me fucking old and I should die, those people, they they, they need to check themselves. But ultimately, I I felt a nice warmth because of the show that we've built together and, and you with the audience so Aww. thank you for all calling and i'm sorry i fucked up and didn't you know deliver the story when you oh, wanted to hear it shit. oh well my thing switched i think because i had to go pee there was an accident but no it's fine i heard it click over it, it sounded fine and i knew we were at the end um anyways i have to let you know while well, actually it's so crazy to me one of the videos that i posted over the weekend has a hundred and two thousand views and in all of my videos, I make sure to mention the podcast. And um, thank you, everybody, for listening to the podcast. I think it's better than my YouTube videos, but just as good. Actually, wow. just as good. Okay. Just equal, equal. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for listening. It would mean the world to us if you told all your friends about us, too. So please do that. And uh, we have one last message from an amazing sponsor. How many of you out there? want to lose weight but have struggled to either lose the weight or keep it off hello relatable me well our next guest and our only guest is considered hollywood's king of weight loss and he's helped stars like steve harvey and beyonce he's helped them keep their weight and their health in check here to tell us what's real and what's whack in the world of Hollywood health and fitness. Join me in welcoming friend of the show, Dierbs.com founder and CEO, Mr. A.D. Dolphin. A.D., how are you today? Hey, everything's great. For the people that think they've tried everything, but nothing has worked for them, tell us how the Dierbs full body cleanse is truly different 
than other diets or cleanses out there. So basically, when people think of cleansing, they're thinking they're going to have to starve themselves or they're going to have to drink some weird concoction. The D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse is nothing like that. You can eat as many fresh fruits, vegetables, raw nuts, and raw teeth as you want. You can also juice on the cleanse. Also, our cleanse, when people think of it, people think most cleanses just focus on your colon. And the D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse doesn't do that at all. We focus on your entire body. That's your gallbladder, your heart, your liver, your colon, your spleen, your lungs, your kidneys, your adrenal glands, your blood, and your skin. It's going to help you flush out all the impurities in those particular areas of your body. And also, I would say our formulas, which are 100% natural, down to the capsules themselves, which are vegetarian capsules. So it's easy for your body to consume it. And probably lastly is our service. Anyone who picks up the phone at DRF.com has done the cleanse and can talk about it from a personal experience. Why do you feel so many people battle with losing weight and keeping it off? The reason why people battle so much is because I just feel like they don't have a great weight loss plan. And that's where the D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse truly comes into play because we have a great plan and it's guaranteed to work and make you lose weight. And also the lessons that you're going to learn during that process is going to help teach you how to keep that weight off. You know, there's so many fad diets. I mean, you hear about them every day. What is it about this cleanse that made D-Herbs so successful for so many years? It works. If you follow the plan and you do it and you don't try to create your own plan or your own system and you just follow our plan, it works. Thank you, AD. All right, everybody. So you heard it here. If you're looking to get clean and lean for a better 2019, then you need to start by cleansing your body from the inside. The D'Herbs Full Body Cleanse will flush out those toxins that are dragging you down and will have you looking and feeling better than you have in a long time. D'Herbs will help you lose that toxic waste so you can lose that toxic weight. Mm-hmm. Go to dherbs.com right now and get a nice discount at checkout only for the PHP listeners by using promo code Perez. That's the letter D herbs.com promo code Perez or call 8666-4-D-Herbs that's 8666 the number 4 D-Herbs no excuses y'all D-Herbs.com right now thank you for your time and advice AD we'll see you soon no problem have a great day